Alright, it's time for another week. GTGD Radio. This is episode 776. I'm gonna call this the episode we weren't gonna do. But then I was like, you know what? I wanna bitch I wanna bitch about the keeks. Keeks. I got I got beef. Like. I also wanna talk about that game that came out this week. But anyway, it's just me and Terrence on the show. Hello. Hopefully they're not too disappointed. I mean, they done deleted it, so we good. <laughs> Help him and Terrence? Nah, I'll catch him next week. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a busy week. Uh, we essentially had our Christmas E3. It will always yeah, be. Go ahead. I was just going to say, video game events will always be E3, whatever. Yeah. And this really should, they should just drop the Game Award moniker and just call it Winter E3 at this point. Because I I, I didn't get to watch the whole thing because I was uh, recording at Phoenix Down. But like, there was... Like how how many awards did they actually present? Because every time I saw it, it was just Gholf running down a list of awards real quick with some applause, and then on to a new trailer. I was so I watched the first thirty minutes of it, keeping track. They gave away one award in the first thirty-two minutes. Wow, one, and then. Like, they had those rapid-fire ones where they do, like, six awards in, like, 25 seconds. Yep. Yep. But I think, if I had to guess, I would say that there were six, at the most, like, awards given with people giving speeches, which, you know, wrap it up, because he had his little 30-second timer, like, get off the stage, Kojima and Jordan Peele need to hug each other. Right. It's, it's, oh man! And that shit was on from seven thirty to like eleven thirty, so it was like what four hours or something. Yeah, because when we got when we got done recording the Phoenix Down, like I I went you know I got a little something to drink or whatever, and I tuned in, and I forget it was almost at the end. Nigga, it ran yeah for another two hours. I was like Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was <laughs> that uh, show was long. Well, I can probably get. Because I'm sure they've got like a stream of it, right? Oh, I'm sure. Uh, let's see. The Game Awards 2023. It says three hours, thirty-seven minutes, and forty seconds. Bro, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, GameSpot's live stream of the whole thing was six hours, sixteen minutes, and six seconds. <laughs> That means they had they had another three hours of just their people talking about it because they probably did like a pre-show and an after-show probably like the bookend it like that's what God yeah basically just just give up your whole evening oh yeah for the keys tune in yeah just just call it winter e three winter e three at the we three just call it winter e three at this point or we three that works man just call it we three. Let's do it. But Keith like, doesn't I like mean, he doesn't like E three, you know, he's he's taken over E three's thing with his summer game festival. That's true, actually. Well you could just call it uh, Winter Game Festival. There you go. Actually that would work too, since he does the summer game fest. Because it's not I mean the awards are nice and I saw a lot of people talk and I'm sorry if we're 
we're probably doing stuff out of order because you probably had a whole segment for this in the news <laughs> section or something. Um, but I saw people were like, you know, some game developers were there because obviously they want to see their fellow, you know, devs get honored in this this award, which, it, you know, in that world is, is nice. But the majority, like 95% of people tuning into this, they just there for the world premieres, which is so weird, again, that they got rid of the guy, the world premiere guy. Like, what the heck? I mean, that's the only reason that I'm there. Like, of course I want to see who wins the awards. Yeah, but, yeah, sure. you know, I know that there's not going to be any, like, big deal about the awards. Like, do you even care that Forza won sports slash racing game of the year? Like, do you, do you even know? Mm-mm. Like, No, I didn't. And you you know what? That's another thing that's crazy about this because I didn't know like a lot of the stuff that like the categories that was wow, it's because I actually voted. Like I went through and voted, but some of the stuff I didn't mess with. But I I don't care what game wins and stuff. Now, if I worked on the project, then obviously I would be more invested. If I had friends that worked on projects, if I knew some of these people personally, I would be invested in their, you know, trying to win and stuff. But because I, I don't and I'm just a fan you know, I'm I'm just here for the reveals. Like I I'm happy that Boulder's Gate three won because that that game is fantastic. Um, but you know, I'm just here for the trailers. But that's literally the only thing you remember that won. That's it. That's it. Boulder's Gate three won game of the year. I could not tell you what I I think Alan Wake two won a bunch of stuff. I have no idea what particular. All I know is Boulder's Gate three was game of the year. That's it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's- like you don't you don't know any of the other stuff. And what's funny is like man, I don't I don't understand people. I I, I don't because do you remember back when Baldur's Gate came out and it wasn't on Xbox and like all the fanboys were just going off about how another great game that's not on Xbox. Mhm. So, as soon as that game won over Spider-Man, they turned on it. Oh, of course. Like, fast. They're like, how did this win when this is Spider-Man? And then they show, like, a clip from Spider-Man. And I've seen... Like... I've, I've rolled my eyes, too, man. Like, I saw on X or Twix. Um, I Yeah, I refuse to call that shit X. I, on Twix, dude, dude was like, here's, here's footage of the Game of the Year winner, and here's uh, a random encounter by Miles, just not even a story mission, uh, in Spider-Man 2, and it shows this, of course, action-packed, you know, Spider-Man fight, which you, you played it, you know, and then it cuts to, to Boulder's Gate, which is obviously slow and tactical. It shows Asterion running up and backstabbing somebody, and they, a bloody mess, and it moves on. And I'm like, what are you trying to compare? Because it's two different game types. Like mm-hmm. Baldur's Gate uh, did the uh, the the super actiony type of thing. Uh, it wasn't as successful um, with that Dark Alliance game. Like that's you know that would be comparable to Spider Man. It wasn't anywhere near as polished. Of course, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that, that's two, it's apples and oranges. Like and people are pissed because Spider Man didn't win anything. And I'm like, did that ruin the game for you? Of like, course it did. Is real? Like, the game is trash now? Like, that's crazy. That's because the only thing they care about is throwing it in other people's faces. Like, Spider-Man won this this award. Yep, that's it. That's it. It's just some clout. That's And that's wild to me. Like, 
what are you playing the game for? I mean, like, it's no longer about enjoyment? Like, No, of course it's not enjoyment. I mean, they're all wrong anyway, because Tears of the Kingdom was game of the year. But I digress, you know. <laughs> I'll let you have it. This is fine. Did they, did, you know what? Did Zelda win anything? Because yeah, I legit it, don't know. Oh. It won Adventure Game of the Year or some shit. I don't remember. I think that's what it was. Okay, okay. I mean, it definitely deserves something, because that, that game is is incredible. Like, it's, man. I, I know they were really upset because, uh, what was it, Hi-Fi Rush won more awards than Spider-Man? I was like, oh, man, that's gotta, that's gotta <laughs> suck. Shit, Forza won that more awards Trump. than fucking Spider-Man. Shit. Man. Oh, yeah, they down bad. That's why they turn. <laughs> That's messed up. Like y'all could just enjoy the games, right? Like no. I mean, look at all this stuff to just just have a good time. But you know, it's it's a weird that. it's a weird place out there. I mean, we we got we got like IGN talking about how Starfield numbers or player count is dropping, and like it's a single player game. Why ain't we having the conversation about how Spider Man's players count has dropped, or or Tears of the Kingdom's player count has dropped, or? Like why? Why is it just Starfield? I don't know if you know this, but you can only play that by yourself. IGN, oh man, IGN is such a oh god, they they annoy me more often than not. Like I go to their site for different trailers and stuff that they put on there, but more often than not, man, oh god, I just oh. I don't I don't understand video game Twitter anymore. I'm like, I'm looking for conversations about video games and all I see is like, Spider-Man has better graphics than this. That's it. Yeah. Like, I, I do the same thing and I actually, I need to get on Blue Sky to see if, if people are actually having intelligent conversations. I mean, there's nobody there, so there's no conversation I, to be had. So I heard that apparently if you if you post on there, I guess it starts to generate like it starts to show you people that are, you know, like, I don't know. I I digress. But anyways, um, I miss the days of like a chat room where you could have like minded, you know, individuals conversations about video games and every and like have a good time. And it doesn't devolve into arguments and insults like Every single one of those spaces, that's what it turns into. Like it'll, because I've dropped in some, and it'll start off, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, they, and then one nigga get turned up because somebody said that this Sony game wasn't hitting like this, and then now he feel like he got to defend Sony's honor, and it's like, what? Are you on the board? Like I don't, what, what is happening? Defend I, Sony's weird. honor. That's such a funny statement <laughs> to me. So weird. Like it's just oh, ga- like you said, gaming Twitter Twix is weird, man. Like, I mean, it's yeah. and I'm, I'm not just picking on the Sony guys. The Xbox guys are just bad. Nintendo guys are weird. Like, no, they all are. Yeah, no, I I just the ones that I drop into is is always like Sony people that have those fights. But absolutely, they they, they all have these issues because there's Xbox people that are. Uh, are just as bad and use the video footage and show them, well, this looks like this and this is that. I'm like, man, we could just play the games and have fun. Like, nah. That. That's like the yeah. whole, like, we'll talk about it later, but like the whole Blade thing, where everybody's like, it's oh, exclusive. Lord. It's not exclusive. I'm like, okay. Like, how does, how does that change that for you, whether it is or not? Like, you still get to play Exactly. Like, exactly. Like, I mean, they didn't even show nothing, but a, we'll talk about it later. But yeah, people are, oh, God. 
<laughs> anyway, let's talk about video right. games. Let's talk, let's talk about some sure. stuff that you have played. Yeah, um, so uh, yeah, I know you played this too, so we'll talk about it. I uh, am reviewing the um, <laughs> Far Cry Pandora. Uh, also oh, we gonna kick right off with this game, the Blue People, huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah, we run right into it, Blue People, man. All right. Um, Avatar, what is it? Mist of Pandora? It's something of Pandora. Frontiers. Oh, Frontiers, Frontiers of, of Pandora. Pandora. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it essentially, I mean, and you play it, it basically is Far Cry, but on Pandora. But I will tell you, it is an absolutely beautiful game. Like it is yes. just gorgeous the the jungle the different colors like all the bioluminescence and stuff like when you're at night and when it's at night and it's raining oh my god like it's so cool um you know the weird creatures and stuff but again at its bare essence it's a far cry experience so that means that you're you know open world there's stealth involved motherfucker um, they got the, the the clear the clear the the, the goo stuff or what or the 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 drilling which oh, becomes yep. like a fucking fast travel point. Yep, yep. Because you know this is basically Fern Gully, and you're you know an eco warrior trying to stop the humans from uh, polluting and destroying Pandora. So you get there's these zones where it's you know they're talking about heavy pollution, and you have to destroy like the factory or whatever that's outputting it. And I know I'm a little further than you. Those get progressively harder, like to the point oh, where sure. it's like damn near Alcatraz, like, because I flew over one when I got my bird, and I it started shooting at me with anti-air missiles. I'm like, oh, shit! Like, I had to barrel roll and get out of there. It was crazy. Um, but, yeah, so you have to go through these, you know, destroy this stuff, and then it, like, clears the pollution, and it makes the uh, flora and fauna come back, which is a big part of this game. Hunting and gathering <clears throat> is a big part of this game. So, I like the the um the gameplay mechanic I guess of how they have with the gathering so it's not just you walk up to something you press x so you might walk up to a fruit on a tree and you have to use the left stick um to kind of move it around so think about you're holding it and you're kind of just like moving it up down left or right and then you use the right trigger to pull and what you do is you have to find like the sweet spot of pulling it to, without destroying the the fruit or whatever so it'll it'll vibrate heavily if you're um you know in a in an area that's going to break it and then it'll be like less vibration it'll be like a cleaner vibration you'll feel there's a difference um and then you can pull down and it'll pluck the fruit like i think that stuff is kind of, like that's cool and unique but it becomes it gets to a point where it just ends up feeling like a chore um because you the game is very dependent on like the you have to eat like you yourself, the character, because you create your own Navi um, and you have to eat. And and so that means, you know, gathering resources, hunting for meat, and then you go to different fires and you can cook recipes. And they're, they're beneficial, like there's stuff that will up your armor for 10 minutes or it'll make you more stealthy or give you, um, you know, uh, oh, Lord, ranged um, resistance, ranged resistance from like bullets and stuff. Um, so, I mean, it's cool. It's just so much of it feel ends up feeling like a chore. And then once you end up getting the coolest thing in this game, which is the Ekron, like the bird, which you don't get to like about five, about six, seven hours in, 
you end up having to feed this nigga too. So like you're flying and fighting, which is actually a lot of fun when you're you know fighting on it. And it's crazy because I'm on this bird, literal bird, with a bow and arrow taking out fucking choppers, like <laughs> attack helicopters. It's, just, it's crazy. But anyway, um, and you get an alert that you know you got to feed your because you pick its name and all this other stuff. Um, you, you got to feed your bird. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm holding the button to bring up the menu and I got to switch, you know, hold left bumper to bring it up. Then you have to press right bumper to switch over to the food. Then you got to use the stick to select the food, then press the button to give it to him. Meantime, meanwhile, I'm getting shot and I done died. And I'm yep. like, you know what? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, then it's, what? it's, it's, it's just too much. It's too much because, like, <laughs> it's even worse than, like, the, the hunger meter has a timer on it. Yep. And I'm just yep. like, I'm just like, man, that's that's just like a big blinking red button that says "Don't play me." Yeah, it's, it drives me and crazy because like I like I went into that, but I I did one of those those pollution things, and I and I filled up on food, and like I go in, I start fighting. Halfway through the fight, I'm like, I'm hungry. I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah. No. Why? <laughs> what happened? Right, and it doesn't tell you like why is this draining so fast? Like what? <laughs> Like, how do you get hungry in the middle of battle? Like, I gotta stop and have a Snickers, because I'm not myself. Exactly. It's like, shouldn't this adrenaline be pushing you? Like, what's what's, what's happening right now? Yeah, and the, th- just... and the thing is, is when you run out of... I mean, it's just like any other survival game. When you when your hunger meter's going, it, like, starts ticking your health away. Yep. And I'm just like, yep. oh, come on. You know your mechanic is annoying when there are options in the skill tree to negate it. Mm-hmm. Like, literally like one of the first things you can do is negate hunger by, like, what, 5% or something. Yeah, it's low. It gets, you can increase it <clears> if you put into that, but yeah, it starts off at, like, 5%. I shouldn't, like, be, right. I shouldn't be using my skill points to negate a bad mechanic that is making the game not fun. That That is, that is, and it sucks, because I'm going to tell you, this game feels good. Like, the bow and arrow combat feels yes. fucking good. Yes! Oh my god, yes. It plays so good. Like, it, yeah. Go I love ahead. the Sorry. way it feels when you, like, when you get used to the jump mechanic, how you have to hold it down to jump higher. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. the traversal feels good. Like you said, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But goddamn, like, strike one with your food meter, but I certainly got strike two. What the fuck were you thinking with the navigation in this game? my brother in christ oh my god i yep because that is on my list too like what the hell so it was crazy it's because like every ubisoft game here lately they do that it has that like guided um version and like a normal like exploration so it's supposed to be where one gives you like a waypoint and stuff like that and then the other just kind of makes it so that you can explore and organically find missions and stuff like that well i'm here to tell you i tried both of them options Neither one of them motherfuckers give you a waypoint. You have to use your little hunter vision, which is you have to hold, what is it, left bumper? It's right, right bumper, bumper, and, like, you have to yeah. look in the direction. And you have to do this for items you pick up as well, because they don't glow in the nope. environment. Nope. There's, like, no nope. tell. Like, some plants do nothing. Some plants just have, like, oh, this is what this plant does, like, to fill mm-hmm. out a, yep. to fucking. A little blurb. Yeah, a little. The hunter guide. Yeah, That's to fill out your hunter, hunter guide. guide. And then some of them can actually be interacted with. And some of them, like you said, you have to use that right stick. And some of them you can just pick up. 
Um, kind of like branches. So think of it like Horizon, where you have to pick up branches to craft arrows because you have to craft arrows. Yep, you craft arrows. Yep. So like, yeah. if you run out of arrows in the middle of the fight, let's hold down the left bumper. Let's hold down you the square. Craft button. some more. <laughs> Meanwhile, you getting shot. You're yep. like, God dang it! <laughs> this game is full of like, like micromanagement that it just does not need, and. Mm-hmm. I get that they're going for like an immersive thing, but like it's making your fun game not so fun. Yep. That's strike two. I agree. I have yeah, a strike, strike three. three. I do have a strike oh. three. Oh. I wonder if it's like it's mine. What is it? These motherfucking blue people will not shut the fuck up. <laughs> there are thirty seven cutscenes before I took control of my Navi. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's very, and, and, and it's crazy because the story is not, like, I don't hate it. Like, I don't like the Avatar film franchise. I can't remember like, I the Avatar shit. Like, well, this right? movie takes because, place, what, after the first one, before the, like, during the second one or something? I think from what they, from what they said, because I haven't seen the second one, I, it takes place after the first one, because they talk about Jake Sully going native and, you know, like, rallying the people. So I think it's either during the second one or a little bit before it, but it takes place on, like, the other side of the planet, so it's, like, really far removed, like, it's on another continent of, on Pandora from where uh, Jake Sully, like, the, the Avatar movies take place. So they have some distance between them, so they don't, I guess there's no interaction, but you hear stuff mentioned about from those movies but outside of them being a technical masterpiece and again those movies are beautiful and it was back in the day it was just it was the 3d technology that was really the thing about them because it was fucking fire in 3d that was how you saw avatar which is why i don't understand why he's making nine of them because i like dude Anyway, Dude, but he they ain't don't mention nine of them. He ain't gonna live long I enough to make nine know. of them. Ain't nobody gonna live long yeah. enough to see all nine of them. <laughs> like, bro, Jesus, this this is the go. Oh, Fern Gully already told this story. First of all, like, I mean, you're just doing it again, but drawing it out. But that's fine. Um, yeah, I don't know. They they don't shut up. It, it's it's really it is it, really much. It's really a talker. And every like once you play deeper, because again, I'm a lot further than you. Once you get deeper, like every interaction you meet with a new blue person, which I don't know none of their names. Everybody's name is Tiok or Mikaluk or yeah. And I'm I like can't. I don't I ain't remember none of these. Like I couldn't tell you the no. name of one of the Navi people. Like not one of them. No. No, I no, I don't. I, yeah, but they everyone you meet going forward because it, it's very like um, tribal, like it's very like native, uh, like Native American spiritual kind of thing. Like they're like one with nature kind of, and and that's totally cool. But like every single person you meet has to break it down. Our ancestors took this fruit and bashed it against a rock and used the colors to make the sky. And I'm like, I. Oh, but I was told to come to you to get the key card that I got to yeah. take back over it, here. It, you got to be you got to be taken out of it too because like you got the one that's in the baseball hat and the t-shirt like what's up man let's go have yeah. some fun. I'm like you're not it's very red. with yeah. the earth are you? You, you. No, 
Yeah, he's he's totally, and I feel like there's going to end up being a point in the story where he like flips because he's like on Mercer's team because like that's the story of this. Like these these Navi, this group that that you're in, were taken as children and they were essentially like kind of brainwashed, being taught against or being taught about the wonderfulness of humanity and all this other stuff and why they should you know be siding with humans or whatever. And yeah, dude with the baseball cap and stuff, he drank all the Kool Aid and all the other ones are like, hey man, you gotta stop. Okay, connect with Iwata or Iwa, I think is what they call it, like the land or whatever. And he's like, nah, man, but Mercer told us about this. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's, it's a game that like is better than it should be, but it just keeps like tripping over its own feet. That's, yep, exactly. This is a good way of putting it. It yeah, makes me man, sad because like I feel, like I feel like I'm going to stop playing it because I keep getting frustrated things. I'm like, oh man, this mission's cool. And it's like, I'm hungry. Like, fuck. Yep. <sighs> like yep. I finished the mission, then whatever the dude that I saved at the beginning is like, let's have a chat for 45 hours. I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. No, I skipped the cutscene. It's like, here's another cutscene. I'm like, fuck, skip that one. Like, no, here's another one. Fuck, skip that one. Like, shit. Yep. I did that too. I'm not even gonna lie, cause like I once I got the gist of like I'm like all right, I'm gonna skip this, and then and then it goes into another one. I'm like, well, damn, how long was that one? Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot of cutscenes. It's it's a lot of cutscenes. It's very talky, very very talky. Yeah, when and like mentioning like when you're doing missions and stuff, and like you know how a lot of times like just for example that first like pollution machine mission was like, well, you need to shut down the thing. I'm like, okay, well, where is it? So I, like, look in my right bumper. I'm like, oh, I guess it's that big machine. I'll climb up on it. Like, it doesn't tell you where the thing is. Nope. So, like, I finally nope. found it, and I'm like, okay, cool. What else do I got to do? They, like, destroy the pipe thing. And I'm like, well, where the fuck is that? I'm like, yep. oh, it's up on top of it. So I start shooting, and like, nope. It's got to wait till it opens. Then you shoot it. Like, it yep. took, I Please. walked around yep. that area for, like, ten minutes trying to figure out where this shit was at. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me at this point. And all the while, yeah, my dude's it- like, I'm hungry. <laughs> yep I was like that when I had to because when you get the bird you have to climb the Ekron aviary thing and I was like that because it was like go here like I could see the thing you know using a little hunter vision but like I couldn't get up there and I'm like well what the fuck like and I swear to god like I was about done I was like no I want this bird like I saw everybody was talking about how cool the bird is like it's yeah I feel you homie it doesn't it doesn't do a good job and even the mission like the quest descriptions like in the journal is like you need to do this it can be found in this region of the forest next to this thing. Yeah, and I'm like, like, where the fuck is that? Vegas, <laughs> right? There's no other direction. It gives you the vaguest fucking instructions, and you like, what? There's no like, sign yeah. out front that says this is the something something outpost. I'm like, yeah, okay. Right. There's, I just, oh, like you said, it just it gets in, it, it trips over its own feet because it it is is fun. It feels fun to play. Like the action, the like shooting the bow, like you said, and the fact that you're like nine feet tall and you run up on a human and they're like an action figure size, and like when you punch them, they go flying back. It's incredible. Like I, I don't know. Like they, it, it, it feels good, but god damn, those three strikes, man. Like, yep, they, 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 they hit me to a point where I'm like, I don't know, because I enjoy playing it, and then I think about what I got to do when I have to go play it, and I'm like, man, I don't know, I want to do that. Yep. Yep. It's depressing because, like you said, it's beautiful. It plays great. Like, let me turn off all the bullshit and I will enjoy the hell out of this game. Yep. And that's what it needs like a toggle or something for that. Because, man, 
Huh, okay. Well, that's blue people. I'm write a review on it. Like I'm I'm gonna finish it. Like I, I I like it, but damn, I'm so tired of having and then getting killed a minute. That's when I turned it off yesterday because I got killed having to feed the bird in the middle of a fight that I actually was under leveled for. I didn't realize that those people were leveled. Oh yeah, six, it's a gear so score game. We should probably mention that. Yes, it's it a, is. It's a fucking yep. gear score game, which is so weird. Yep. Especially since with the um, Assassin's Creed ones, they had it where you could turn that off. Like you could use either play with the gear score stuff or just it, you know, ignore it and just play the game. So I don't know why with this they just went well. Oh nope, gear on all the time. Or maybe that was maybe that was Ghost Recon. Whatever. They I know they have games where they they dismiss the gear score like it's optional. You don't have to use. Yeah. It. So I don't I don't know why they did this with Avatar. Like I, I don't understand. Ubisoft it, is a weird company. I don't know. That, absolutely, Lord. Okay. Um. What else? Oh, so I played. I actually played a lot of this. I'm actually reviewing this too. It just it's a massive game, and that's Warhammer Forty Thousand Rogue Trader. This week's so Warhammer game. Exactly. This week's Warhammer game. But so it's essentially Baldur's Gate Three, uh, set in Warhammer Forty Thousand. Like it's that big. Um. Sorry, somebody's at my door. I don't know if they picked that up or not. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it's it's huge. So you, a rogue trader is um, an individual that, and I didn't know this, in the 40, 40K universe that they go into the outskirts of the galaxy and basically take the emperor's light. So they go and basically are pushing the emperor's propaganda and they roll up on planets and decide if this planet is going to be, you know, good or not, if it can be subjugated, you know, to the emperor's will or if it just needs to be destroyed or whatever. Um, so within that, there's a whole host of different characters that I've met, um, so far, uh, it's just like in, um, Boulder's Gate, the combat is tactical, so it's not going to be like Spider-Man combat. Um, <laughs> it is very tactical, uh, but what I like most about it, and I didn't, I was surprised by, you actually get, um, space battles too. So you'll get your, as a rogue trader, you get your own ship. Um, which you pick when you create your character, um, which you would tag out at the beginning because you have to create your character and, you know, allocate points and all that jazz. Um, but yeah, there's tactical battles uh, in space using the ships in two, which is pretty cool. Um, graphically, eh, like, I, I think this is this studio's first game. Um, I think it's like space. Snow Owl or something like that. Nice. That's how long <laughs> it took me to get the stupid soundboard up. I was like, Jesus Christ, this thing is so cumbersome. <laughs> It's like hitting behind forty five clicks, um, but uh, but yeah, it uh, out you know maybe lose my whole train of thought. <laughs> Lord Jesus, um, uh, I talked about the battles in oh the graphics. It's it's not really it's it's not really anything to write home about. It it looks nothing uh as it, nowhere near as good as Boulder's Gate three. So don't expect that that high level of polish um but for you know like just a a b level kind of classic rpg like this is it's really good um and as a fan of the warhammer uh universe more so the 40k this has been you know pretty much right up my alley so like i said i'm writing a review for it it just is massive and i didn't realize how big it was i didn't realize it was that type of game um but yeah so i'll be you know talking more about it uh I bought that Dead Space because it was on sale. Like eight dollars, man, which yet. is crazy. Yeah. For the digital deluxe edition too. Like, yeah, that was awesome. Well don't so, don't yeah, get I excited about the deluxe, it's just some suits. 
Oh, really? Yeah, I, like I thought about buying it. I was like, well, I own it, but I don't have to do the deluxe. Maybe I'll upgrade it. And I looked at it. I was like, oh, it's like four suits. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, nah, I would. Yeah, nah, okay. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I didn't know what it came with. I was just hyped to do it. Because I, I do want to play that, but I want to finish um, Alan Wake 2 uh, before I do. Which I, I played some more of that. And I just, oh, God, that game. I, I love that game still, but it still has its problems. Like, it, it hasn't gotten a patch for a while, at least on Xbox. Well, they're busy working on, was it New Game Plus coming out? Yep, I saw that, and I rolled my eyes, and I'm like, why are we making New Game Plus, and my shit is still out of sync? Like, I've restart everything I could restart. I've checked the settings on my TV, because I feel like it's just me at this point, and I'm like, what the hell? Why are we ignoring this issue? Uh, there's some great. weird things that, that some people just ignore. Like, I don't know if you use Dolby Atmos on Xbox, but, like, Dolby Atmos on Xbox just has, a, 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 like, an internal delay. And they've oh, never, you know, I've heard that? Yeah, they've never fixed oh, yeah. it, and it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, well, I don't understand why. I guess because it's not affecting the majority, and it's a Yeah, small it's probably, minority, like, what, like, less, like than, oh, yeah. less than less than 5% of the people use it. Like, I turned my Dolby Atmos off just because of that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't need it. Yeah, it's it's God, but I I still love that game, and I'm yeah. So I'm I'm I want to finish it before before I write the review because it oh my god, it's so good. Oh, that story is so good. Um, I played the new Fortnite. Um, the new stuff that they added to that. So the Lego survival thing, which uh is surprisingly a lot of fun. Um, it is a tree punching game, but you know you're a Lego character and you build like Lego there's like Lego buildings that you build and you can, um, they give you piecemeal parts so you can kind of free build. So you can put foundation down and you can build your own little Lego stuff. And you actually, um, you set up a, a village. So you put down this village center and then as you upgrade different stuff and build different buildings and stuff, it will attract other characters. And they're like the Fortnite characters, like Meowsles, the big muscular cat or star bright or whatever her name is. And they'll come and join your, your village. And then like, you can like assign them tasks. So like you can send them out to go get wood or to damn it. Why do I always pick wood? Anyways, you can send them out to go get items. When you actually get like wood and stuff, like you can come off the ship. Ah, Good job, good job. I'm gonna talk about that game later too. It's gonna be in the news. I got, I have an announcement to make. Um, that was good. Oh, that was good. Uh, but the, but the Lego, the Lego Fortnite thing is a lot of fun, and it's, uh, it's, it's just included in Fortnite, meaning it's, it's free. Like yeah, so like you. This was like I was gonna check this out in the racing game, and like I noticed that they're in the store. Like you can just go grab mm-hmm. them. So I thought they were like separate, but I guess it's all just you have to go into Fortnite itself. So like it, yeah. I stopped there because I'm like I'm not. I don't know if I want to download Fortnite. And a lot of people actually like that. I saw a lot of people like I don't know if I want Fortnite <clears> to take up that space because I just may want to play this one mode, and I don't. I because I already had Fortnite installed, but I did see in the store they have individual things for the thing, so I don't know if it, you it does download that one thing. Okay. No, you All cannot. Right. So I I went and got them because like you can you know how like when there's free shit on the Xbox store, you just click get, and then it's like you own yeah. this. It added it yep. to my library as Fortnite. Okay. I'm like, well, yeah. what's the point so of making this a separate thing in the store if you're just gonna make me download Fortnite? Like, 
I don't get it. They do a lot of confusing stuff because that's going to just confuse people because they're going to be like, well, wait, well, where's the thing I downloaded? This just say Fortnite. I don't want to play Fortnite because I don't want to play Battle Royale. <sighs> you should check it out. But I haven't, the only one I haven't checked out is the racing one. But uh, from what I've read, it's a lot of fun. Like, oh, it's way fun. I'm just, um, I'm like, I'm intimidated of booting that thing up and trying to navigate through it to find the fucking racing game. Like, what, what do I have to do? I haven't logged it's into not, Fortnite in like two years. Okay, so yeah, it's going to look completely different. And while I hate the changes that they've made to the interface, I will say that it will not be difficult for you to find what you want to do. So when you load into it now, um, it essentially will have like a wall, <laughs> a bunch of different activities because it has, you know, people can build their own game modes, put it in there. But the very first thing is it has the new stuff. So you'll see Lego Fortnite, Festival, uh, whatever, which is the, the rock band thing, the rocket racing, and then you'll see the Battle Royale stuff. So you literally just pick that and then you're in there. And then you just drop in. So it, it's it's really don't you, the the barrier of entry is pretty low as far as you getting in there and getting going. So don't be super overwhelmed. But if you go too far, like you get too digging in them, you probably will get pissed off because it's it's a it's a lot. They got a lot. Why can't everything go, be simple for first row, for old people? Right. Right. I've I've reached that age too. I completely understand. Um. Oh, the rock band mode that they have is it's rock band. It is, it's, to me, it's cumbersome on the controller. So it's uh, four lanes, and the controls for it is left D-pad, right D-pad, uh, X, and B. Yeah. And those are, you know, four lanes. So it it, it gets confusing, um, but it, it literally is just, it's just rock band. So the, the music plays, and it's four parts. So you have a bass guitar, a, what's the regular car, the guitar called? A guitar? Really? Oh, just a guitar. Okay. I don't know. Shit. Um, you have drums and then a, a vocalist. Um, so they are working on instrument um, implementation. Uh, For instruments you can't buy? Yeah, which is – well, they said that they're going to announce – they have more to talk about it next year. So I'm thinking they probably are about to reintroduce those instruments. I need a new plastic or, guitar, so I hope they make one. I think they probably will, because they said that they'll have more to come on that next year. But it, it sounds like they also are working on some way to use the stuff that you may already have. So maybe an adapter or something. I mean, I, I have know. I have a guitar, but it's it's oh. on its last leg. Like I still play rock band. Like that that shit is my jam. Oh, nice. But like my guitar is like my strum bar is a little funky. Like I, I'm afraid uh, it's gonna die someday, and I'm like, well, I can't fucking replace it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so I'm thinking they probably will roll it out because they they seem to be all in on this. Um, and it, I mean, it's like I said, it's it's rock band just in Fortnite. Like you pick your character like you would in you know in any Fortnite thing, and you stand up on stage. So I was up there as Vegeta, <laughs> belting out um, uh, some Billie Eilish song. I don't even remember what it was, but yeah. So it, you know, and you could do your emotes. When you're not actively, like, if it's not a singing part and somebody else has a solo, like, you can do emotes and do, like, flashy stuff on stage and everything. So it's, it's something, something different that they added. Fortnite is really trying to be, like, yo, one-stop shop for whatever kind of game you're looking for. Motherfucker, like, if, if I'd have shown my 12-year-old self Fortnite, uh, my 12-year-old self would have been like, that shit ain't real. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> like, it's crazy. Like, 
just crazy. And then some of the, because I, I haven't actually messed with them, but my kids have said some of the ones that that people can, you know, create your own map or level or whatever game in there and put it on there are actually pretty fun. And that just takes me back to the to the good old days of Battle.net and StarCraft where people, because that's where, you know, where MOBAs and stuff came from. Like, that shit came from Warcraft 3, I think, is where MOBAs came from. Um, but yeah, people making stuff in those maps, those map editors and everything. That's that's crazy. You do know that Dota that, is just a mod of Warcraft, right? I do. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. that's what that's. What, I knew one of them. I, I didn't think it was League of Legends. I think that was just inspired. But I knew one of them was like directly from what the Warcraft Three one had done. Yeah, which is funny because okay. nobody ever talks about Dota. They talk about Dota Two. Yep, I know. And I I I've never I played tried to play Dota Two once. And I was terrible. Its mechanics are so different from what League is. Like I was like, nah, I'm good, and I went back to League of Legends. So it's it's um, like it's like full circle, right? Like Dota was created from a Blizzard game, and then Blizzard copied Dota. Yep, it's crazy. That it totally did. Man, I wish Heroes of the Storm would come back. Well, they just patched um, it. I know, which gives us hope that they are, you know, go come back and do something because it was a huge patch. Like they did a whole bunch of stuff because they had walked away, I think, last year or a year before last. So I'm hoping that Microsoft acquisition, like, because they were like, well, we're gonna let Blizzard be Blizzard. Maybe they're like, oh shit, we could do what we want now. All right. I literally so only played it'll... Heroes of the Storm to get Overwatch skins. Jesus man, I played it to get those, but I was a fan of the game before I. uh Yep. But I did get those uh, those skins from there. If they bring that to console, I am all in. That game is so fun. Oh, man. Um, What else? Uh, That's really... I mean, I played Baldur's Gate 3 uh, with the fellas, which I think we'll be uh, back at it this week um, with our adventures. And I did, because on... So on Phoenix Down... Um, two more games, and I'm done. On Phoenix Down, we talked about uh, Hidden Gems. And one of the ones that... Uh, I think it was on Drew's list that had come up was uh, DMC, uh, Devil mm, May Cry. So yes. not the other one, but yeah. So I had had this game and I like I had put it down because just Dante's character just annoyed me. Like I'm a huge Devil May Cry fan. Like I love Dante, my boy. But the Dante in this, like he just, it just seemed like he was trying too hard to be edgy and cool. Even though I liked the combat and I kind of liked where the story was going, like I fell off shortly after the slurm <laughs> boss fight um and we were talking about this and they they were they hyped it up basically and i was like well, shit i'm reinstalling i'm gonna start over so i i, uh, I started playing that again the man that game is that combat in that game is so good mm-hmm. man yep it gets and it runs wicked. great it gets wicked complicated the further you get when you start doing back and forth between the white and the black and like oh man it gets it's a lot that's why gotcha. I said if you See, get deep into that game, you cannot walk away and try to come back six months later because you ain't going to remember shit. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I, I, and I do remember, because I did play it far enough for that, I do remember <laughs> that you can like change forms with the white and black and stuff. Yep. Um, like you got to fight like, good, certain enemies with, with the different yeah. forms. That's what, like, And you got to yep. switch it up mid-combat, which mid-fight. is yep. crazy. Lord Jesus, yeah, my reflexes. Jesus, I put it on easy though. I did do that because I don't even fuck with normal no more. No, easy is my game. Everything is easy. Easy all day. Yep, I'm easy. I'm just here. What they say? I'm I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm playing some more of that. Uh, and then the last thing is the finals, which uh came out at the um 
the Game Awards finally launched. And it's a multiplayer shooter. It's done by, uh, I think, Embark Studios is the name. It's a bunch of developers from uh, DICE. So uh, the finals, the destruction right off the top is just top notch. Like, I mean, taking down buildings, knocking down a wall because you need an entranceway. It's just beautiful. It's what Battlefield 2042 wishes that it was doing with its destruction. Um, but the essence of this game, because it's a multiplayer shooter, it is free to play, uh, is it's it has two game modes. The first one is, I think it's called Cash Grab, and it sees three teams of three players going against each other, and you have to capture a vault. And everybody kind of spawns in the area in this huge map around the city, and you have to run towards this vault. And you unlock the vault, which is this box, and you have to take this box then to a cash-out point. And you deposit it, and then you have to hold the cash-out point while it, you know, ticks down. So you have to fend off everybody else. In the meantime, you have... There are three different classes, a light, medium, and heavy, and um, there's different abilities that each have. Like the, the heavy has one where they can crush, basically turn into the Hulk and like run straight through and like knock down walls and everything in their path. Um, the light is more agile and stuff, of course, so they have like a lot of stealth stuff. They have like a grappling hook to get around. Um, they have a cloaking device ability. Um, it's very, the, very mobile. The mobility is... is uh, is mm, it's not as good as titanfall but it's kind of like it's better than call of duty um mobility wise especially with the light using the um grappling hook and getting around and then the medium is kind of like your soldier 76 right kind of like your all-in-one you get an ak-47 as your starter you know some grenades you got a jump pad um but there's different uh different equipment and abilities that you can buy for each class so there's different gun types there's different grenades there's different mines so you can set up traps and you know defend these different areas when you got to defend the spots and i mean it all comes together in just this huge multiplayer match full of destruction and i mean it's all just like seamless like there's no lag there's no slowdown when you knock a building completely down on top of a team or whatever like there's it just all works like it's i don't know it's very fluid but it's free to play game if you like multiplayer shooters i definitely would recommend that you you know check it out especially at free to play i mean cost entry is is you know non-existent um but uh but yeah and that's uh that's it man that's what I done played. Alright then. Uh so let me go through there's a lot of small games that I'll talk about real quick. Like I played all of the in in games that came to Xbox this week, which I'm a big fan of these old titles. I'm happy they're finally here. Which includes stuff like Ultra Core, which is an old Genesis game from Psygnosis that was re released a few years back. That's finally up. The Irem Collection Volume One, which is a bunch of shooters. Also good stuff. The two Panorama games, or sorry, the two Cotton games, which one of them is Panorama Cotton, the other one's Cotton 100%. Essentially they're horizontal shooters, but Panorama Cotton is actually done from like behind the back. So imagine playing a horizontal shooter from behind the back. Kind of wild. Pretty fun. Hockey and Rocky Reshrined is, is like a... I don't even know how to describe it. Like Akari Warriors? Where you're like going up the screen, and this one actually goes left and right, and you can shoot and melee attack. It's very cartoony, um, but it's pretty fun. And then Clockwork Aquario, which is made, like Anthony said in the chat, made by the guys who did Monster Boy. Um, but it's basically just like a side-scrolling action game. It's a lot of fun. So I'm playing those. I'm going to do like a write-up on those, like some, some quick hit reviews. 
now that they're on Xbox. Um, I have played Baldur's Gate three now. I booted up, created character, made it to out. made it to where you meet up with the the chick and like did my first battle, and then I was like, all right, maybe I'll come back and visit this. But right now, that's where I'm at. Okay. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see if I play it more. I don't. I don't know if I'll fall off of it when I start getting into the. Because I had to roll a dice and I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what the fuck is yeah. this? You do have to roll dice. That is that 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 does happen. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. It's a. Uh, it's a very pretty game. I will tell you that. It is. Oh my god. Yeah. That game. Oh god. And then different places where you go. Like the environments are oh my god, it, it is extremely pretty. Uh but there are a couple things uh that I'll talk about here in a minute um that might that I might run through first. But I did check out the indie games that came out this week. I'm trying to think if there was anything Fearmonium was the most exciting. It's essentially so the concept is cool. Like apparently there's a little boy, he's having a dream, and you are basically the nightmare. So it's a Metroidvania where you're in this kid's dream and you're trying to make it a nightmare. So you like destroy oh. all the happy thoughts in his in, in his brain? Damn! Yeah, that's it's up. That's kind of fun. Okay. Yeah, but it's also a Metroidvania, so it's got like the map, and it's got like, oh, you're gonna get a double jump, and you're gonna get this power, like, and it plays good, like it feels good to play. Uh, the currency is balloons, so basically, like, you're destroying all the balloons that are happy in his head, and you use those as currency. It's it's a pretty cool game. I'm not gonna lie. Um. Yeah, that was not good. There's another one of those, like, there's a monster chasing you games. Uh, it's called mm. Evil Nun, The Broken Mask. It, it, it's one of those. Like, she's, there's literally oh, this Lord. nun chasing you with a hammer and she's going to kill you. You got to escape. Um, Laika Age Through Blood is a weird game where you're, like, playing, like, an anthropomorphic animal on a motorcycle. And it kind of plays, like, Excite Bike or Trials where, like, you're driving the motorcycle around. But it's dark. So, like, you see, like, Dude's hate, like crucified on a wall with his guts hanging out, but it's like a cartoon style. It's weird, man. It's oh. a weird game, and there's a lot of talking. And it's, I don't know. Games are weird nowadays, ain't they? Uh, I played Forklift Extreme Deluxe Edition. I ain't gonna lie, I had fun lifting some boxes and putting them on shelves like that. Forklift Extreme. Yes. And the fact that this is the deluxe edition, what made this the deluxe edition? I couldn't tell you. I, I, there's like a DLC tab. I didn't look at it, but it exists. Okay. Um, everything simulator at this point. Yeah. I also feel like that every week there's a portal style game. So there's a new one this week called Test Expected Behavior. Yeah, it's not very good. Like You can see what it's trying to do, but it just, it just ain't executing on all cylinders. I, I'm sorry. Uh, I played a bunch of fighting games this week because I was, you know, I was getting in that mood. So I played through a couple arcade runs of Street Fighter VI. I played through a couple arcade runs of Mortal Kombat One, and then I went back and revisited Virtual Fighter Five for PS Five. Mm. So like I was just I was just throwing down some fighting games. I'm like, God, I love fighting games. Can't wait for Tekken. Um, what else did I play? Um, that's it for like the indie stuff that I think sticks out. Like, the rest of it is just pretty straightforward. But there are two things I went back to that I've been meaning to get to, and I'm excited. Uh, I went back to Zelda. <clears throat> I am... 
I finished all the light routes. My next goal is to finish all the shrines. I'm at 141 out of 152. Damn. So I'll only need 11 more shrines to finish that. And then I don't know what I'm going to do after that. But as soon as I got back into it, it was like putting on a glove that just fits right. That's good. Like that game. Oh, so good. And then the other thing I went back to that I'm super excited about now that I've started it is I kicked off the Phantom Liberty DLC in Cyberpunk 2077. And that intro is fucking awesome. I need to do that. I forgot. Like, I was playing the like the base game, looking at some of the changes that they made with that 2.0, but I, I hadn't even I hadn't Dude, gone back to the uh, DLC. The first mission is the president of the Uni- the new United States of America is in a plane crash, and you got to chase the plane down and rescue the president, and, you- oh my god. It's- wow. It's so okay. good. Like, takes you to a whole oh. new area. Like, oh man. Yeah, I had read about that, like Dogtown or something Dogtown, like that. Dogtown, like, yeah. You literally, like, that's yeah. the first, that's, that's like, the dude calls you, uh, or no, it's, it's an unknown caller, and it's the songbird. Uh, girl, the net runner, and like she yeah. tells you, like, come to Dogtown, I need your help. And like, you drive over there and you go through this like whole mishmash of like getting into the town. And then she's like, this plane's about to crash, I need you to get the president out. And like, then you walk through all this big bunch of people and like guards and stuff, like, just blowing them away. And then when you get inside the plane, you and the president have like a shootout with like these soldiers. And she- oh man, it's so good. Damn, yeah, that sounds awesome. Alright. Yeah, so I'm back in. I'm back in the Cyberpunk. Like it let me just start the mission from my character that I had a save of, like where I was right at the last mission. I could go do it. Mm-hmm. So I picked it up there, so like no spoilers on the endings of uh Cyberpunk, but things definitely change when you finish that game if you go a certain route. Mm-hmm. So I I used a save that was like right before that final mission. I don't know if I have. Think I have a save. Right I got before, tons I think of saves. You, told me that. you can because you I can literally just start Phantom it. Liberty like with a new character. So. Oh. Okay. Yeah, you you have to create a new character, and then you have to use all your skill points. Which, by the way, you have to do that anyway if you haven't played since they did 2.0, because they basically just wipe your your skill tree because it's new. It's a new skill tree. Yeah, I did that when I because like I said I played because I think I played because 2.0 came out like right before. The DLC, didn't it? I think it was like the same I time. That... I don't, oh, I don't okay. remember because it two point one is the last patch, and that was after. I know I haven't played that because I, I haven't played it in a while. Like I haven't been on there because I did read that they're they're like done with it now. Yeah, um, so they I were supposed they to be done be with two point oh. Two point one was a surprise. So, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, but yeah, Cyberpunk yeah, still feels back. really good, and the and as soon as you, this new DLC gives you like a new skill tree. Where you can do some fucking wild shit. Nice. So nice. That was the one thing I liked about the tweets that they made with 2.0 is that they kind of buffed the netrunner stuff because that was like I wanted to play with like hacking the different machines and like you know hacking people's by doing that type of stuff and it was kind of lame honestly <laughs> before but like they kind of they overhauled it with this and it's it actually is pretty dope so yeah. I'm, I'm going to check out this new stuff they got for the expansion. Yep, I'm excited. Like, I finally was like, you know what? I'm going to figure out how to start this DLC. I'm going to figure out, I'm going to start playing it because I really loved my time playing Cyberpunk. I'm mm-hmm. like, give me some okay. more, give me some more of that 
because this is and I like I started to start a new character. I was like maybe I should just put and I was like no, nah, my V is my V. I'm, I want to play that character. Yeah, I feel it. So no, the, that and Zelda are like probably going to be stuff I'm back on for a little while before the end of the year. But maybe I'll check out Baldur's Gate at some point. Like I said, I made a character. I started it. That's a hey, baby steps. Baby yeah. steps. You got you in the world. That we got I'm you in that the far. world. You know what I mean? yes. And you can take that character and you can join other people's games with it too. So like, you know, you could, you know, join our campaign and then you would just be like at the camp or whatever if you weren't playing with us. Because it gives you like the level points to level up to where you are. So like, because I think we're like level six in our run. So it would be level, you would get a level six, um, like enough XP to do that and then you could tweak out your character. But then if you go back to play your own, you would still be where you were when you left, if that makes sense. So it just kind of like copies your character. Mm-hmm. Also, but yeah, between so, between Cyberpunk and Baldur's Gate three, I have seen enough digital boobies and and lady parts in these character creators, and I'm just like, you know what? This is unnecessary. We don't need this. We we don't need this. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's such a weird thing, like especially like in Baldur's Gate when you flop, like you know, there's a toggle. So you can see yes. like, tattoos and stuff, and as soon as you toggle it, it just like jiggles for a second, and you're like, "Oh Jesus Christ, what is wrong with people?" It's like somebody had to sit and animate that. Like that is just, okay. yep. Somebody was at a at a desk. Like, is this? Is this tell me, is this penis jiggling just right? <laughs> like Anthony always talks about it's the the crazy. horse testicles in, in Red Dead Redemption. Yep. Yeah. Oh man. Unnecessary. Definitely. All right. Definitely. Let's run through what's out this week. Boy, if you've heard of any of these games before, you deserve a cookie. <laughs> so here's what's out this week Xbox Series X, PlayStation 5. We got Cards Were Dealt, Dungeons of Sundaria, Hammer Watch 2, Hell Well, This Bed We Made. Aztec Tiki Talisman, Bonson Knights, Cookie Cutter, Nosia, Raku Adventure, Rising Dusk, Metro Quester, Park Beyond, Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget, and Trinity Fusion. You can definitely tell hey, it's December. Okay. I don't know none of those games, but that was the Switch list? No, that was Switch? Xbox. That was Xbox. Bro, those titles sound like the... Now, on PlayStation, what? there's there's some stuff I have heard of. Uh, so we start Grand Blue Fantasy Versus Rising Deluxe Edition, uh, Formula Retro Racing World Tour, God of War Ragnarok Valhalla. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Numata... This has been delayed, so I I just think they haven't taken it off yet. But that Transformers uh, Earth Spark Expedition that was delayed to next year, I think. Uh, what else we, we got on here? Yeah. That's the that's not the FPS game that you're thinking of. It's like the it's another one of those like I don't, I don't know if it's Game Bill or somebody, but it's like one of those cartoon ones. Oh yeah, I got you. Okay, okay. Um, Fr- Five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted Two. I, I've heard of that. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then let's check PS4 and Xbox One. Is there anything else? Uh, the Rumblefish 2 Collector's Edition. 
Uh, nope, that's all old stuff. Xbox One, probably the same crap. Uh, the Rumblefish Plus, whatever that is. A lot of rumble, a lot of fishes rumbling this week. About to say, man. And then Nintendo Switch. What we got? What we got this week? There's a, there's always time for. Holy shit, that's a title. Okay, I'll get to that one in a minute. Um, let's see. okay. So we got Bulldozer Tycoon, City Bus Driver Simulator, Zumaji Deluxe, uh, Super Bear Adventure, Train Valley Collection, Wingspan Oceana Expansion, Animal Hospital. All right. <clears throat> this is just one title. Oh, man, this is like back-to-back-to-back weird titles. So this first one is Egg Console Xanadu PC8801MK2SR. That's that's one Bro. Game. What? I I don't I I don't know. Uh the next one is oh. Kuma Kumaju Remelia 2 Strangers Requiem. That's not all that weird. No, that's not too bad. But the next one is Math BFF and Notes Sugaku to Shinyu to Neta Chao. Yeah, see I, I just named these titles. Like I don't understand. Damn, now Switch ends up with the most titles. I want to look up this egg console game. That's what I want to do. Um, what is this? It's an RPG. Uh, yeah, it looks like an old Amiga RPG. Hmm. So I don't. It's weird, man. All right, we got Mech Blaze. Uh, Palia, Panorama. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, The Hidden Treasure of Area Zero Part 2, The Indigo Dusk, Pony World, Color by Numbers, Toy Box Christmas, Western Slot Machine, Wild Shade Unicorn Champions, Winter Games Challenge, Yuletide Legends, Who Framed Santa Claus? Nice. Uh, Heroloon, yeah, we're going to see a lot of Santa Claus and Christmas games, I'm sure, for the next couple weeks. Uh, Poly Shooting Simulator, Rift Tracks, The Game, Sakura Agent, Stickman's Arena, and Vernal Edge. And that's, that's your releases for the week. I still can't get over the Egg Console game. It's wild. Yeah. I just... Switch, man. Alright, let's do some news. I'm going to kick through the stuff that's not TGA first, then we'll get to TGA. Uh, Donkey Kong Country Ride is coming to Universal Studios Japan in spring 2024. Sora's Amiibo from Kingdom Hearts is coming February 16th. And they're putting some new spirits in Super Smash Bros. in January. Uh, Nintendo has canceled their Nintendo Live 2024 Tokyo and is postponing multiple esports events like the Splatoon Koshin 2023 National Finals after receiving threats against employees, which is never cool. No. Jesus. Uh, I think we talked about the Discovery stuff from PlayStation being removed last week. Yeah. Uh, and then Bungie is having all kinds of problems. Bungie told, uh, Bungie devs told IGN that the atmosphere is, quote, soul-crushing after last month's layoffs and cost-cutting measures, and probably all because to stay independent and not completely controlled by Sony, which I guess that's also a thing, that Sony could, like, basically hostile take over it. 
just Man. crazy. Yeah, they're walking around. This deal is getting worse all the time. Yeah. Bungie, man. Ugh. Uh, Halo Infinite's Firefight is out. You can play that now. What else we got here? Most of this stuff we're going to talk about. Uh, oh, no. Big sad news. Plumbers Don't Wear Ties has been delayed to March 5th of 2024. Oh. Ah, uh, so sad. Alone in the Dark was delayed to March 20th of 2024. Dang, wait, I thought it was always in 2024. Was it supposed to be out this year? It was supposed to be out this year, then it was delayed to, like, January, and now it's been delayed to March. Oh, oh lord. Okay. Yeah, it just keeps getting delayed. Uh, the Walking Dead Betrayal uh, is being delisted on December 11th and will be shut down on December 15th. People who purchased it will get a refund. So that must be that online game. Dude, it that launched like September 14th of 2023. Yeah. I mean, y'all keep saying, like, these online games, like, yeah. Damn. The GTA 6 trailer reached 92 million views in 24 hours and is now the number three most viewed video in 24 hours. I believe it. It's fucking crazy. It is. Like, I got so many texts from people saying, like, man, I'm about to I'm about, I'm about to lose my, my my wife, my kids. Like, I can't wait till this come out. Like, I'm like, it's, really? For GTA 6? Like, you just, just focus on, like, I got, I don't know. I'm just meh. I saw the trailer. It looks good. But... I'm sure it'll be a good game. I have no doubt about that. But some people, yeah. like, this is their identity, man. This is their life. They've been playing GTA Five since, what, 2013 or whenever the fuck it came out? Yep. And these are the ones that's saying that, like, man, I can't wait to get in. Oh, okay. Yep. And I'm sure you're going to have a great time. There are some people out there that don't need ex- expanded storage on their consoles, man. They just play, like, three games. Mm-hmm. Yep. I wish I could be like that. Like, I wish I could just get so involved into one game like like people that just play like world of warcraft or final fantasy 14 or something like i could just play one game and just like be sated like there's but there's so much good stuff uh overwatch <clears throat> what oh my god yeah we know <laughs> this is year seven baby what are you talking about do you have an anniversary like do you like get yourself a cupcake or something and be like happy anniversary to me god like, do you, no do you do that? why would you celebrate misery I don't. I don't. <laughs> That's true, because you are an abusive. <laughs> exactly. Like I don't understand it. Game. I don't understand why you would celebrate that. That is not something to be celebrated. Oh shit! That's funny. Uh, um, Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League is getting an offline story mode after launch because of all the people online crying. Oh, I won't be able to play it after it goes out. You ain't gonna play it anyway. Shut the fuck up. Right. Right. I'm sorry. Like I, I just get so I get so tired of the of the loud minority whining about everything. It's like I get it. It sucks that you can't play it if it's offline. Somebody will figure that shit out when you care to play it in 25 years. I just, ah. Yep. I am the same way. Like it just it annoys me. And and it's funny because the the minority always like and that's too they like. Was it cow too? Like they, oh, okay, well, we'll change this. You didn't have to. Like it was fine. Like I. Ugh. People put so much work and effort into things that these people that cry about it probably are never going to use. Exactly. 
which yep. is just, it's so weird to me. Like, game preservation. I'm like, y'all motherfuckers be playing NES games on emulators. Don't come at me. <laughs> right. You know damn well that you probably got some cartridges and they're probably sitting on a shelf that you don't play because you know what? You have the ROM. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but you over here, game preservation. <laughs> like, yeah. Bruh. Oh man, no, no offense to people that actually do collect and play. Like I respect you. Like if you take your oh, discs sure. out, and you put yeah. them in your system. Cool. If they're wrapped in a clamshell with a grate on them, fuck out of here. Right. Like, <laughs> you don't care about game preservation. You care about money. Exactly. That's it. That's it. <laughs> oh lord. All right. Let's talk about the game awards. Basically. I mean, we don't need to talk about the awards because, like, Baldur's Gate won. That's like the only thing yeah. I remember. So, yep. We're just gonna go through the announcements, which motherfucker, this reads like three E3s. This is crazy. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I don't, I'm sure I didn't even see all of them. That's why I wanted to see a list because I, I didn't. I'm sure I missed some because I didn't see the whole show. I'm not gonna go like in detail of all these, but I am gonna touch on every single one. So we started with the pre-show, which had like 12 world premieres, which is crazy. Uh, Damn. Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons remake was announced. So if you need okay. to play that Why? game again. Right. Uh, Inscription creator Daniel Mullins revealed his new game, Pony Island 2 Panda Circus, which looks fucking wild. Hmm. Uh, Ri- the Rise of the Golden Idol was announced, which is, a, I think, a follow-up. Anthony would know better of the case of the Golden Idol, so I'm sure he's yeah. super excited about that. Usual June... Uh, which is a narrative action game from Fiji Development. It looked cool as hell when you play it. It's like a mix of third-person combat and adventure game story choices. It's got a really like pastel watercolor kind of look to it. Looks cool. Uh, the Odd Gentleman revealed Harmonium the Musical, uh, which is a musical that stars a deaf girl in what looks like and sounds like a Disney musical. It's kind of cool. Dead Cells developer revealed their new game called Windblown which looks like violent furry-on-furry action. Okay. I mean, that's what it looks like. like they literally is like furry creatures, like anthropomorphic animals, like cutting each other in half. Like, it's wild. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, Thumper Dev revealed its new game called Thrasher. They, they, have, a, they have a style, it seems. Yep. Uh, crossover between Dave the Diver and Dredge was announced. By the way, I'm still in the pre-show, just so you know. Damn, okay. Well, I actually am interested in that, like that, because I do like Dave the Diver. Uh, World of Goo 2 was announced. We got a new trailer for the Atlas RPG Metaphor Refantasio, which is hilarious because I sent you the, those guys, that, you guys that video of that guy watching. Oh, no, that was for Persona. Sorry. Different Atlas. That was Persona, yeah. Right. Different Atlas. All right, I think we're into the real show now. Uh... Matthew McConaughey came out on stage and revealed Exodus, an RPG from ex-Bioware devs, and boy, if you'd have told me that was Bioware, I'd have been like, yep, that looks like Mass Effect. Oh, really? I See, I, that's one I didn't see. I didn't. Why did Matthew McConaughey... Is he in he's the in game? It. He's in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's okay. in the game. Um, What'd you... <clears throat> God of War Ragnarok free DLC revealed, and it's out next week. Man, I got hyped. I was like, cool, this is awesome, and then... It's a rogue. Rogue. Ah! <laughs> yep, that's everything is putting roguelite stuff in his DLC. Ain't that, um, what is it? Uh, Last, of Last of Us. Last of Us. Yeah. Yeah, it just got one, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yep, I was all excited for this. Like, they showed the trailer, and he's, like, fighting people. And then, like, he Mm -hmm. dies, and Mimir's like, now we get to do it again, brother. And I'm like, ah, fuck, no. (laughs) No. Everything is a rogue game. It's cool that it's free, and if you enjoy it, cool, but it is not going to get me to reinstall that game. Nope, I do not play roguelike games. No, thank you. Uh, The Entitled Goose game, uh, their new game, uh, revealed it's called Big Walk. Which looks like realistic backgrounds with like... How do I describe these characters? They're like... um, You've seen it before, but like they're real simplified. Like basically three circles on top of each other with like big eyes. Mm. Very like claymation style looking game. It looks weird. It's a weird looking game, but I would expect nothing less from the Untitled Goose Game people. I mean, yeah. They showed a new trailer for The Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown, which is out January 11th. Uh, they showed gameplay trailer for Hellblade: Senua's Saga, and also got a release date of just 2024. Oh, gameplay? Did it? Mm-hmm. Did it look good? I mean, it looks great. Okay, cool. Uh, new game from former Tango Gameworks creative director Ikumi Nakamura. Um, she was the one that worked on Ghostwire Tokyo and, and, uh, really? Evil, Evil Within 2. Her new game is called Kimori. I, I, it's CG trailer, so I don't know what it is, but it looks like a multiplayer game. I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, okay. Uh, the, the Ori team, Moon Studios, revealed their new game. It's called No Rest for the Wicked. Which I saw this. Looked a it lot like good. an Ori game, like art style yeah. wise. Uh, looks good. It's a hack and slash game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it looked good. I saw that trailer. This might be the best announcement of the show for me, but Sega has announced the return of Jet Set Radio, Shinobi, Golden Axe, Streets of Rage, and Crazy Taxi, and they showed all of them. They looked so good. It did. I saw that trailer too, oh, and that was super cool. Man. A 2D uh, animated Shinobi, Crazy Taxi, Jet Set. Oh, yes. Shinobi looked really. I liked the art style for Shinobi. That was yeah, that was awesome. I was yeah, I'm, I'm all in. I'm I'm down for that. And then the beat 'em up. Yeah, give me that Streets of Rage. Let's go. Yep, I'm all about all those games. I will buy all of those games. They said they're trying to go back to the the like wild days of uh, Dreamcast, and I'm here for it. Man, can we get a Skies of Arcadia? Can y'all remaster that? Uh, a new Dragon Ball game called Sparking Zero. I saw that trailer, yeah. That looks good. It's the same shit. Just keeps being the same shit. Dead by Daylight spinoff, The Casting of Frank Stone, which is being made by, um, Supermassive Games. I'm interested. Square Enix remembered Xbox exists. They announced, uh, Visions of Mana, and it's coming to everything. Not just everything, but Xbox. Right. I'm excited. I love the Mono series. Uh, Rise of the... And Xbox, they get skipped. Go ahead, sorry. Xbox what? Oh, I said Xbox is not getting skipped. I'm not excited. Like, I can get it on Xbox. It's crazy. Um, Maybe Xbox will get those... Because they made, like, three collections or remasters or something. Yeah, because I had to, I got it on, I own them on PlayStation, because they, they didn't come to Xbox. Yep, same with the Final Fantasy Pixel remasters, which that should come too. Like, just put them all out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rise of the Ronin got a release date, 
it's out March 22nd, which is way sooner than I thought it was coming. Same. That looked really good, too. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I just hope it doesn't... It's not a secret Souls game. They keep saying it's not like a Souls game, but... God. Yep. Yep, because I was like, oh, man, this looked like Ninja Gaiden. Okay, but then he, like, blocked a, a bullet or something, and then, like, his sword ignited, and he rushed him. I was like, oh, God, this seems like a Souls mechanic. Hold on. Wait. Oh, jeez. But we'll see. Uh, Kojima came out for like 30 minutes to talk about OD. That's the new Xbox project that he's working on. He's apparently working on it with Jordan Peele. I don't... I don't even know what this is, but like when you have to come out on stage and be like, it's a game, don't get me wrong, but at the same time, it's a movie. Like, what? Oh, okay. That's what I was going to ask, because I didn't see the trailer, and I was wondering if they showed, like, gameplay or what. Because all I know is that Jordan Peele came out through a, the door of PT or something, that's all. So like, did they uh, Kojima. The they, both, they both came out through that door. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and then he was working with them, but I don't know anything about the game. So it's a movie. I mean, game. literally what they showed Sorry. was, like, a face, like, different people's faces and them screaming. Like, that's what they showed. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't know why Kojima just don't make films. Like, he wants to be a, a movie maker so bad, but it's fine. Whatever. Yeah, that's, I mean, I'll be there for it day one. Anything Kojima, it's weird. It's probably pretty good. You know. Alright. Yeah. I'm... They're finally going to get me to play a tree puncher. Because <laughs> they announced Jurassic Park Survival, which takes place the day after the events of Jurassic Park on Isla Nublar. I'm like, what? I saw that trailer. I, I guess I saw it out of context. So they they, they left that porch. Yeah. <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> yeah, that game's going to get me to play a tree puncher. And I am so not happy about it. But god damn, that, that trailer like was just going after every bit of nostalgia I have for those movies. Yeah, they hit. I saw, Like I said, I, I didn't see it from the very beginning. But uh, yeah, it looked like they hit on all the all the nostalgia moments from the first movie. So, yeah. Yeah, they, they hit all the notes. Uh, Black Myth Wukong was the next trailer. God damn, that game looks good. Uh, it got does. a release date of August 20th, 2024. I will put a note in there that the people that work at that studio are, pro, are apparently pretty shitty. So, if mm. you don't want to buy it because of that, I totally get it. But, Jesus Christ, it looks good. I just hope it's not a Souls it game. It's a Please Souls. don't. It is. It's uh, a Souls game. Okay, well, never it mind. I'm out. Game. Yeah, because I, I found that out uh, not after this trailer, but after the last trailer that they had put out. Um, yeah, it's they're they're using the whole, like, it's going to have Souls elements or whatever type of verbiage, so that just tells me it's a fucking Souls game. So, yep. yeah, my interest has declined a little bit, but yeah. Makes me <laughs> sad, man. Makes me sad. Right. Like, everything doesn't need to be a Souls game, man. Jeez. Suicide Squad got a new trailer, which looked pretty good. I'm I'm getting more and more excited for that game. I hope it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warframe got another update. Whispers in the Walls. It's coming December 13th, so it'll be out, like, day after tomorrow. So. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins Bayek founded his own studio, which is... Wild. It's the oh, that's voice what it was. Yeah. Okay. Uh, their new game is called Tales of Kinzira Zhao. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. I, I'm just reading it. Uh, but it looked good. Like it, like a side-scrolling. It did. Yeah. 
Yeah, it looks good. Uh, Don't Nod announced Lost Records, Bloom and Rage, which looks like Life is Strange. So, it, Yep, I thought it was in that same universe when I saw it. Nexon announced a new game called The First Berserker Kazan. Like, the, the art style in that game is wild, but I don't know what it is. I didn't even see that trailer. I'll have to look that one up. Okay. But I feel like between them and Pearl Abyss, they've announced like 20 games that nobody's played yet. Yep, because I thought you were going to say, because uh, they're Last Descendant. Isn't that their game? Um, I might be. And they have another one, too. But yeah, because Black Pearl has the, the what, Crimson Desert, I think. That's and that Munchkin game or whatever one. it is with yeah, the little yeah, people the... in the big people world. Like, I don't remember what that is. Yep. I can't remember either. But yeah, they got so many. And they're all like those MMO type games, too, which is, I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth theme song was revealed. It's called No Promises to Keep. So. Oh, did they show anything new? Like footage-wise, or was it just... A yeah, song? there's a new trailer that you can watch for the game. Okay. Uh, Apex Legend is getting a new crossover with Final Fantasy? That's... Weird? Weird as hell. Um, Apex don't use swords or nothing. What the world? I mean, okay. maybe a gun sword right. from, like, Final Fantasy VIII. Maybe you could do that. I don't know. Ooh, Squall's gun. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Honkai Star Rails, Next Destination was shown. I, I, whatever, I don't even know what that game is. Skull and Bones release date <laughs> was announced for February 16th, 2024, with a beta on the way December 15th. Okay, so this is my confession about that game, right? And I'm gonna, and y'all going to clown me on this. And you can hover over the button, because I know you are right now. Um, I, I want to play that game. When they you had actually get like wood and stuff, I don't... like you can come off the ship. <laughs> oh man, they okay, okay, okay. They had a deep dive trailer. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, it was like ten minutes, twelve minutes long, and they went into the all the stuff. It's the game that I want to be a pirate in. Like you have the freedom of making your character. You go out on the oceans and run your stuff. The only thing that I, I questioned, because this was in some of the tests that I had played, where you could turn off if you wanted to do PvE or PvP. Like, you can flag yourself, so it's not like Sea of... Not Sea of Thieves. Um, no, yeah, Sea of Thieves. It's not like Sea of Thieves, well, I guess it used to be, where you were forced into PvP and a plan. It, like, now it has that safer seas thing, but this has a flag where you can kind of opt in and out. But I, I like pirate stuff. I want to ship. I want to do stuff, but I also want to do stuff off the ship too, which this game doesn't. I do. bet but you do. Long story short, you know what? I hate it here. God, I I just need to like monitor all of my like the stuff I'm saying. Anyways, long story short, I want to play this game now, and y'all gonna clown me for it, and that's fine. Deservedly so. You can find me on Twitter or Twix at Lord Magnus. Go ahead and and give me the smoke. It's fine, but I, I do want to play. I do want to play Seeds, Skull and Bones. Okay, go ahead. Alright, the next announcement has probably been the most talked about announcement that's happened at this show, but uh, Arcane, Leon, and Bethesda announced Marvel's Blade. Mm -hmm. And we're not talking about the game. Which? We're not talking about the excitement behind a third-person Arcane, Leon game. We're talking about whether or not it's fucking exclusive to Xbox. Right. We literally, cannot, we literally cannot have a game announced from Bethesda where we're not having this conversation. Nope, not anymore. But but you know what though? On the other side of that, and honestly, why would Microsoft even be like? Why would they do this? 
Like, like why not even just come out and say, because you can put all the consoles, like they do in all those trailers, a little, you know, PlayStation, Xbox, whatever else, along the bottom, if it's going to be on everything, or just say it's coming to Xbox. Like, why play the game? Like, I'm sure there's some sort of license or something that maybe that's why they can't, but it's just, then wait for the announcement, because you know this is going to be the topic. Like, that's what's going to drive the news. Is it or isn't it? Like, that's what it was for Starfield. Like, it... And what's crazy yeah. is, like, somebody reached out to them and they declined to comment, which makes it worse. See? Right. Because now it's like, well, why? That's just going to further... Oh, my God. It is going to take away from what I hope to be, I hope, is an awesome fucking Blade game. Like, I mean, the last one we had was, what, Blade 2, I think, on PlayStation 2? Yep. And it was not awesome. No, that, game was, that game was very bad. <laughs> well, well to be fair, bad. there hasn't been a good Blade game. No. No, we haven't got one, you're right. So yeah, I'm I'm hoping this is good. I don't care if it's exclusive. I'm gonna go where the game is because I wanna play a good blade game. The only thing so, I know the only thing that I care about as a consumer is that it's being made by Bethesda, which means it'll be on Game Pass so I can just play it there. Damn, I didn't even think about that. Yep. Like I don't Excellent. care if it comes out anywhere else. Like, cool, let other people play it. That it that's yep. I do not care. But yep. it's coming to Game Pass, so I'm going to play it because I'm not an asshole that like limits myself to one console. And it's like, well, if it's coming to Xbox on Game Pass, I'm not playing it. Right. That's that's. You know, There's people out there like that, by the way. That's real. Oh, I know. I've seen them. I've seen them on Twix. And that's just that's loser behavior, as my wealthy friend says. That's yeah. loser behavior. It's crazy. Uh, this was exciting. Anthony Mackie came out to present an award and confirmed the Twisted Metal Season 2. It's real. It's happening. Fuck yes. That show is so good. Oh, if you haven't seen Twisted Metal, go find you a Peacock free deal. Oh, yeah. And binge it. Binge it. That show is so good. So good. And that ending was like, ooh. Yes. Oh, I can't wait for this new season. Oh, man. Yeah. I love that show. I loved every minute of it. Um, Tencent uh, Lightspeed LA Studio revealed their first game. Uh, it's an open-world, fully original, futuristic game uh, called The Last Sentinel. And I'm not going to lie, the trailer CGI, but man, it looked cool. It looked like a cool-ass game. I don't think I saw this one. Wait, what was it? Is what, oh, I need to rewatch it. I think I saw the end of it. There was like a, a lady protecting... Yeah, like the robots attack like, the people and the kids. Yeah. And then like she comes in and like the demon is here. And then like they, she yeah. killed everybody. Like that looked cool. I need to watch it from the beginning, but yeah. Of course, it'll I probably be it a does... fucking Souls game, so I won't play it. It, it. it probably will. Everything is a Souls game, or Rogue Mechanics now. That's what it is. What is um, right after that, the Nexon revealed the trailer for their upcoming sci-fi shooter, The First Descendant. So here we go. That's, mm, yeah. that's it, yep. Uh, next up, we got a trailer from Hoyoverse called A Zenless Zone Zero. Jesus, say that three times fast. Um, but it's the company behind Genshin Impact. It's a new game on the way in 2024. Hmm. Next up was Ten Chambers uh, announcing Den of Wolves, which is the studio behind GTFO. And it's another sci-fi heist game because we don't have enough of those. Right. Shark Mob then announced Exoborn Master the Apocalypse. It's the team behind Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt. It's an open world extraction shooter. You know, Blood Hunt is dead, right? Like, you know, like they left the servers up. Like, and you can play 
you know, and go on there, but like they're not supporting it anymore. And so they're going to, for their next game, they're going to go and do the exact same thing that they, okay. Makes sense, I guess. Makes sense. I mean, that's how the video games work. Yep. We saw new footage for the Fallout TV show, which looks really good. It does. It does. And did you see people making a big deal about, um, I know him as Cyril, because <laughs> I watch Archer, um, but that actor, he had he was a Cyclops, and it looked like he was like inside the vault. Um, and people were like, well, that's just, how, how would the mutant be inside of a vault? That's not, those are sealed. That's just crazy. This show is going to be ass. Look at this. And I'm like, first of all, you saw one clip in a trailer, which trailers are cut from the entire bit of production. So you saw it out of out of context. You have no idea what's happening. They just showed something funny in, in, in the show. Like, what? calm the fuck down. Like, damn. I mean, it sounds a lot like people who were mad over the refrigerator scene in Indiana Jones. Yeah, 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 pretty much, pretty much. Yo, this like, like wild. you. I know what you were. I know what you. I was just trying to. Don't <laughs> me. I wasn't mad at that scene. Like, I'm not. I'm <laughs> actually not mad at that scene. I, I, I'm okay with that scene because Indiana Jones. He should do some epic fucking shit like that. What I'm mad about with that movie is why was there aliens at the end? That's not Indiana Jones. That's not Indiana Jones. Mm-mm. No, baby. No, baby. He ain't a sci-fi hero. If I want to see aliens, I'm going to watch Flash Gordon. Okay, I'm done ranting. Go ahead. Okay. It's it's okay for that he, that he fucks with Jesus. And then, okay. and then he fucks with, like, like Indian demon culture. Yeah. But not going aliens. Going to the stars. Going yeah. to the stars was a bridge too far for an archaeologist. He's not a spaceman. He's studying Earth stuff. Uh, so what are you doing? Spoilers for 10 seconds, but but he did time travel. Okay. Okay. You're right. But even. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Y'all ain't got I no like legs to stand man. on because I'm like, you know what? Indiana Jones ain't never been realistic. That's just, just been fun. It's not. No, it it is just fun. Like it's uh, like I'm 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 being funny, but I just, I don't know. I didn't vibe with Crystal Skull, and the alien thing bugged me. But more than anything, it was Mutt's whole. No, I don't like, like that kid, which is why I was glad. Like I wasn't. It's yeah. not a happy thing, but you know what happens. I know. First right. movie. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> Sorry, fifth yeah, movie. I was like, oh, 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 thank God. Oh, I mean that's sad, but oh, thank God. Like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyways, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead, sorry. Uh, next up was the guys who made Joe Danger announced their new game, Light No Fire. Oh, they also made another game called No Man's Sky. You might have heard of that. (laughs) He said they made no Joe Danger. (laughs) I mean, that's That's the game, that's the jam, man. That game's awesome. Joe Danger is fun. It is, you're right. But basically, Light No Fire is basically No Man's Sky on one planet. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's wild too, cause like he dude was like, you know, and I don't want to overpromise nothing, and the nigga is basically making the game Earth. Like what? Yeah, here's no. Earth with some fantasy, like bunny people and baby skeleton, baby skeletons threw me, man. I was like, what, baby skeletons? Yeah, that's all that. That's all that. I, you know what? I'll play it. I liked No Man's Sky was a game that utterly disappointed me when it first came out, cause I had it when it first came out on PC, um, but through the years that game is just it, it's incredible like it's it's fantastic like they've added so much stuff there's there's a there's a living ship 
that you can get. Mm-hmm. I don't have it yet. I haven't got the quest to do it. Like I've been trying to get it for a while. Um, but it's yeah, like that they've added so much different stuff. Like it's like I'm down. Like I will try it. But I just need him to just be cool. Like nigga, don't come out here and promise the world and get us everybody super hyped. Which I think a lot of that was Sony's fault because I think they pushed. They published them to the first game, that game like, too early. Yeah, and then yeah. they threw it under the bus when it didn't do well. Like I yep. literally got my review copy from that. Sony PR, which means they are the ones who published it. Yep, yep. I remember that they had published it, and I think they, I think they pushed them to release it when it wasn't ready. So I think this, in this case, they are self-publishing. I think so. They go at their own pace. So you know, do you release yep. that when it's ready? So we'll check it out. Uh, Simu Lu revealed the new Stormgate trailer because apparently he does a voiceover in it. Excited about that. It's on Kickstarter. And if you uh, enjoy RTSs, get on Kickstarter and back Stormgate. It's done by uh, ex Blizzard devs. Yeah, they're called Frost Giant. They worked on StarCraft. (laughs) StarCraft 2. Uh, Warcraft, like they, man, I am so stoked for this game. It's gonna have three factions. They've announced two of them. The third one they're gonna announce next year. It's gonna have a um, three-player co-op mode that they're gonna show more next year. They're gonna have a three v three mode that they're gonna show more of. Um, you must be a Kickstarter actually, backer because you got all this information from your emails. I am. I did. Yeah, I, it is. Yeah, actually, that that's yeah. All I'm giving you is the, the Kickstarter backer stuff because I, I did back it on Kickstarter. I was just about to say uh, this morning, actually, they sent out an email. They actually crossed. Uh, I think they're at like 1.1 million or something in their initial investment. The game was they already had enough to make the game, and they were very upfront about this. They were Kickstartering to add extra stuff. So their initial um, like request was for like 200,000 or something. It was very low, and they're already like in the millions. And it's still it's still like a month and a half left for this campaign. So I mean, you know, hopefully it doesn't turn into a Star Citizen thing where you know it's just feed in an endless mall, but um, on paper, everything they're talking about as an RTS fan, oh, this has me hyped. Like, oh man, you already know I love StarCraft because you're right there with me. I don't oh, I love StarCraft, but here's the game. thing: like, I wouldn't say I like RTS because StarCraft is the only game I like. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I mean, yeah, but StarCraft see, like... is the go. I don't even care that much for StarCraft too. Like, I thought it was a disappointment. The first game, though, is fucking chef's oh, sure. kiss. Yep. That first yep. game was so the perfect RTS. I just don't think you can ever top it. I, yeah, I would agree. I would agree because that that was actually StarCraft was what got me into the genre, and then from there I went into like Age of Empires and um, Age is uh, okay. The, I like I mean, Age well longer. enough, but I don't feel like I needed more than like the first one. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, the, my favorite of the Age ones is Age of Mythology, and that's the one that they have not. It got a game and an expansion, but then they they kind of dropped it. And there was rumors that they were working on another one, and I was super excited, like a remaster. But I haven't heard anything. But Age of Mythology was awesome. But I'm a big, you know, Greek mythology fan too. But it was yeah, that that was good. Uh, next up, we got the new character for Guilty Gear Strive, uh, Elfelt Valentine. I'm sure I pronounced that wrong, but... (laughs) Somebody will correct you. Uh, They announced Final Fantasy XVI DLC, and it launched that day. Uh, And then the the first one, which is called Echoes of the Fallen, uh, and then the second one's called Rising Tide, which will be out in 2024. What was interesting about this trailer is that it said that the DLC was exclusive until December 31st. Which makes me wonder if that game is coming to, like, PC, like, pretty soon. I bet it is. Huh, because, yeah, they haven't announced that. Yeah, I bet it is. 
X Def X Dice Devs Shooter The Finals is out now, which you already talked about. Mm-hmm. Go play that if you like shooters. Capcom revealed Monster Hunter Wilds, which is what was the date on it? Twenty twenty five. So twenty twenty five. Man, don't you know I was pissed because I'm a new fan of Monster Hunter stuff because I know Jay was super excited about uh, about seeing that. Um, so when I saw it, I was like salivating as if the trailer was going on. I was like, oh, my God, this look dope. Oh, it's going to be more of the new one. It's going to be like open world. And then, yeah, 2025. I'm like, damn it. You could have waited to show that till next year. And then the last announcement that didn't get announced was Baldur's Gate 3 is out now on Xbox, which, you know, because he had to wrap it up. He forgot to announce yeah. it, so yeah, G off out here telling them to wrap it up. Yeah, but it was a, it was a shadow drop, and that game is now out on Xbox, so you can play it anywhere but Switch now. Yep. So which uh, that's um, uh, important note about the Monster Hunter. It's twenty twenty five, and it is next gen. It's not even coming to the Switch. It's only listed for it's PC. Coming to Switch two. PS five. Oh yeah, it'll be on Switch too. Um, they can't but, announce yeah, it's like there are so many games I saw in this. I was like, that's gonna be on the new Switch, but they can't say it I, yet. Yep, I said the same thing. I did the same. I was like, oh, that's gonna be on the new Switch. Like, why y'all? Because <laughs> it don't exist yet. We yeah. can't actually say it. I was waiting on somebody to fuck up a trailer card that has like the new Nintendo system on it. And be like, oh, whoops. Oh, that'd have been awesome. Because you know, awesome. Nintendo is bringing a new console out next year. It just, it just has to at this point. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and then I feel I almost feel like it with uh, Monster Hunter coming out in 2025. I feel like it'll probably be like January. Makes me think that that new Switch will probably be launching in the fall, like for the holiday. So you have a Monster Hunter coming right around the corner for it. Because I what, would be, you know. I would be shocked if the Switch didn't somehow make it out in spring or summer. Of next year? Really? Yeah, because I don't think... So the reason that I think this is that Nintendo has releases all the way up through, like, April with, like, that Super Peach game. Mm-hmm. And then nothing. Mm, that's true. Actually. Like, you're not yeah. going to go through the summer, which has now become a huge gaming time, without new games. I just I just think that new system drops, and I think it, they announce the new 3D Mario game, and it launches with that. That's what I think. I got you. Okay. And, and I bet you there's a bunch of like 60 frame per second patches for like Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom and stuff like that yep. and like up reses. And... Yeah. So that that's my guess right now. I could be totally off base, but that's just that's what I'm feeling right now. I'm feeling like Nintendo finally got the message and they're going to do some cool shit. All right. Well, I guess we'll see. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm ready for a new Nintendo system cuz I love my Switch, but god Damn, is it hard to play sometimes? Yeah, it, it it is it is showing its age at this point. Yeah, yeah, like my some of my 360 games run better than my Switch games, and it's wild. Yeah. All right, I got a couple tweets, then we'll get out of here for the short show today. Um, Perf- Perfidy says, "What's up, fellas? Question: Why do some of us gamers like drama more than playing video games?" Man. <laughs> I feel like we talked about this earlier. Like, I wish I had the answer, but that's that's facts. Why do we like this drama more than get? Like, what the heck? It's not about the game anymore. It's about the fight we have about it. Like, what? I don't. I don't know, man. I don't understand it. Like, weird. All all of the if you want to take into account like 
Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo. Like, all three of them had a game this year that I was like, this is my fucking jam. This is going to be on my game of the year list. Like, Hi-Fi Rush, Tears of the Kingdom, and Spider-Man. Damn, yeah. Like, how can you be mad at any of them? Like, all three of those games are great. I don't know. Just find a reason. Just find a reason. Like, it's just crazy. I I don't know. Uh, he also says, Ken, I'm with you. I love messing around with my TV picture settings and audio just to get it right. Goddamn right. I'm still tweaking my new TV. It's, what was it, two weeks now? Bruh. I'm still tweaking it. Was it not set? <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta get everything perfect, man. You gotta have that right contrast ratio. You gotta have that perfect color balance. You gotta have the right brightness. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. And you got to test it on multiple types of content. Like you got to have like a big budget, like new movie. You got to have old school games. You got to have new school games. You got to have, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, see, I'm lazy with it. Cause I, I will tweak mine to the point of looking good for like a new game and like a new movie or TV show or something like that. But then like, I'll watch, like you said, like older content or something like that. And it, stuff will look like kind of messed up, man. I don't go back and fix that. I'm like, fuck it. I know it's this year. Cause if I fix that, then it's going to mess up my new stuff. And then I'm going to be like you fiddling forever trying to get this right. That's why you have, that's why you have multiple inputs. So you can, you can set settings per input. So, like, I have an input that's, that like, literally I set up a five-way splitter this weekend <clears throat> that's running old-school games, Nintendo Switch, and, like, 360, and, like, my PC. So, like, that one is running, like, 444 Chroma, so it's running, like, a PC, so I don't have to worry about game mode, so the lag is already reduced. But it, like, you know, it takes out a bunch of picture settings, which is fine, because I'm just playing old shit on it. And then, yeah. you know, you got to set up the one for the Xbox and the PlayStation. Those two are pretty much the same settings because they're both, you know, modern consoles. And then I've right. got my, my Arc where my Apple TV's plugged in. Like, that has its own input, so it gets its own settings. Bruh. Yeah. Like, you got you to gotta make sure things, you got to make sure shit looks good, man. Man, I got time for that. I'm just, it looked good enough. That's where I be. I'm like, it looks good enough. Like yeah. the only thing I'm, like I said, the new stuff. As long as the new games and like a movie and stuff that I'm watching, like in 4K or whatever, looks good, then I'm good. I don't worry so much about the old stuff. But I feel it for those perfectionists like you and uh, Perfitti. I got y'all. Yeah, I I tweaked so much that my Overwatch looks amazing. I forgot how good Overwatch sure looked is. on looked on an OLED. It looks so good. I'm sure. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, he also says that new Moon Studios game looks great. No rest for the wiki. Yeah, it does look good. It does. It does. Uh, he says the Game Awards is becoming a joke each year. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's also true. <laughs> it's literally, we should just, like you said, just it's a winter game fest. It's not awards. So. Mm-hmm. Just come on, show the devs some love, not just Kojima. Yeah, Kojima, I think, had more time on stage than all of the winners. You know what? I think he did. And like I said, I didn't see his segment, but I know because he would have been on there the whole time that he was talking and then they had Jordan Peele come out, I'm assuming, and said something or whatever. Yet everybody else got like, what, 15 seconds or 30 seconds or something to come up and say they're like, Dude, they what started, the heck? They started playing the music on the Baldur's Gate devs when he was talking about people they lost. Oh my God. Damn. Yeah, yeah dude was talking about like one of the developers that passed away. And then the music was playing. I was like, 
bro. You know what? Even the I think the Academy Awards gives like a, a air of grace to like the big category winners because I know they're quick to play the you know wrap it up be <laughs> songs too, but like you know best picture, best actor, like the big stuff they give them a little bit more time. Um, but damn, to cut that man off and he was talking about something heartfelt about, you know, they lost people at the studio while making this, like, golly. Yeah, and and it's, it's <sighs> a lot of the comments I saw was like, why are you wrapping them up? It's not like you gotta go to commercial. Right, like it's the end of the show, like let them have their moment. That's the other thing, like the Academy does that, like the last award especially, there's no commercial, we're done. Let them have their moment within reason and then be done. Like, I mean... G off, man. What are you doing? What are you doing, Jeff? What are you doing? Yeah, you, you got to get that Hoyo verse money. Is that what it is? That, that's what it is. <laughs> that's exactly what fucking, it is. Fucking China money. Charging two hundred and fifty a pop for a trailer. Yeah, I saw that. That's I also wild. saw the ticket prices were like outlandish too for like creators and stuff. I did not even know you had to buy a ticket. I honestly figured that was like a, like a free. Oh like no, no, you got you got buy tickets, man. Damn! Wow. Okay. And okay. also, no, <clears throat> a lot of less respect for Geoff for not mentioning at least the layoffs. Like it wasn't even, did not even come up. Yeah, I, I saw because uh, again I didn't see the whole show, but I did see a couple of people on Twix saying that that it did a couple of people that were in that, you know, our developers actually were saying that they were disheartened by that. Like you didn't even bring up anything like as a bullet point, like that, that is, you know what, you know, especially on that platform, you know, what pisses me off more about that is like, you people could use the excuse. Like it's not there to, to talk about like news like that. Motherfucker. Remember when Kojima got let go from Konami and that whole debacle happened? He addressed that. Yep, he took 15 minutes. And I ain't have nothing to do with whatever he was talking about. He just, yeah, yeah, he took time for that. So, no, he could have took a minute and said something. Yeah, 100%. Especially on that platform. Like, man. Yeah, I, I'm, like, you, you can take everything else out of it. Like, yeah, the world's kind of shitty right now. You could have mentioned something about that for sure. You could have You could have let people speak about that. But the fact that this is a game thing and you don't even talk about the, the massive... What was, I think I saw the number was like like 7,000. I don't remember the number, but it was a lot of people it's lost a their lot. job. Yeah. And a lot of them and made the like games you're week. talking about. Yep, yep. These same studios that we're about to honor have let go a bunch of people. Like, he could have he could have took a minute. But he... he that's another reason why I don't really like him and I'm not going to go into a whole thing, but he, he just appears to, to me, and this is, this is my opinion. So don't blame anybody but me, but he just appears to lack a bit of a backbone. Like he doesn't ruffle feathers and he has a very, uh, a very large platform being that gamers are so big and prevalent where he could actually talk about a lot of stuff and could push a lot of, you know, change and different stuff. And he doesn't. And I don't understand why. Well, I do understand why. It's because he does, doesn't want to lose the advertising dollars. But, I mean, come on, man. Yep. And then the last thing that he mentions in his tweet is, why are Call of Duty devs upset that Christopher Judge said when it's the truth? I, I saw that. I was just like, y'all mad. Like, I think Christopher Judge is, is a little overblown. Uh, he does do. good voice work, yep. but, like, 
Your speech Where's was way laugh? too long, brother. That, that that thing was way too long. It, and like it was. The joke is more about your about your speech than Call of Duty. I don't care. It's a joke. Yep. Yeah. I I didn't get I didn't get turned up. I just like you because I mean I've Dave Herbie on the show talk about Christopher Judge like I yeah whatever. Um, but yeah he I I I chuckled when I read it. I was but then I'm like well why are people getting mad like Call of Duty devs and actually one I think he was the ex dev on Twix was like well I'm sure because the numbers if we look at the numbers Call of Duty made I'm paraphrasing Call of Duty made X amount of more money than your one game did and I'm like bruh who cares what. Like, who cares? He made a joke. That was true. The campaign was short. It was supposed to be DLC. Y'all have said all of that. So what if you make... So what if you get joked about it? Like, nigga, it is what it is. Like... Yeah, and also uh, his speech is way too long. I mean, both the jokes the jokes exactly. kind of insult both sides, so... Right. Both things are true. Yeah. Like, shoot. Who cares? <laughs> like, dude, grow a backbone. You make Call of Duty. You make some money. Exactly. Like well, people, maybe not the devs. Sorry, maybe not the devs make money because well, you know, Activision yeah, probably Bobby, screwed them. So Bobby pocketed that for his bonus, I'm sure. Yeah. So, you know. Hopefully that changes with this. But yeah, don't don't get upset about a joke, man. You gotta you gotta take a joke as a joke and just yeah, just laugh and go with it. Like it was short. Everybody like this man. I, uh, you know what? it was short. You made it. You know how long it takes. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh shit! No, that's yeah. I just man, I don't know. This time of year's crazy. Like all these new, <clears throat> all these new games being announced. I enjoyed the show. It's way too long, and it doesn't focus enough on the awards. So if you're gonna do this, my suggestion is like, do the Winter Game Fest and then do the awards show for like an hour. Yeah. Like split it up. Yeah. So. I think that would yeah. Or fix your or fix your ratio because your ratio is bad. It, very much so. And there was like hella commercials on this YouTube show. And I'm like, bro, see, that's why it's so long because the advertising dollars. That's why it won't change because he's making money. Ah, yeah. Oh, well, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. That's 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 the long and the short of it. It's fine. Yeah. I don't fine. hate it, but at the same time, I'm like, no. you could do so much better. Yep. Yep. That's it for the show this week um, again our new Twitter account is up ZTGD Radio on the Twix uh, you can also email us podcasts at ZTGD.com um, game of the year's coming up you start writing your list I have like yeah. mostly I've been writing down the stuff that I like and now I'm going back through and kind of rank it but oh man there's a lot of stuff this year Jeez. Yep, there's a lot of stuff this year. Thankfully, a lot of it fell off for me, so my list wasn't as big as I thought it was going to be. I still, don't get me wrong, I still got well over 10 games. Like, yeah. Not even a problem to get 10 games, but... Like, oh, yeah, no. No, that's not a problem. It's just now deciding how to... Oh, man. So much good stuff this year. I mean, number one's a lock. I got no problems with that one. Yeah, absolutely. For you, you're number one. My number one is still in. They still having a fight. It's an epic battle for my number one. So yeah. I mean, Overwatch, right? Number one. You know it. It literally, I mean, it literally went one this year, I think. So yeah, we're. Mm-hmm. So it's it's in the name. It's number one. It's one number one. I've somehow right snuck there. it in at least four times since it came out. 
Bruh. Imagine. <laughs> oh, shit. I can't help it. Anyway, that's it. Nothing else. We'll get out of here. Pierce, Pierce, Pierce. Alrighty. And it goes something like this. <laughs>